Welcome to the movie podcast. My name is Anthony, and I'm back. Oh, oh man, we had two with weeks free with a vengeance. Two yeah. weeks free. Two weeks free of me. Yeah, and yeah. I became the villain. <laughs> I was bullied. There was so much singing on the show. There yeah. was a lot of singing. there was a lot it, of singing. The first podcast and three podcasts. It's all three of us are here now. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Three to be weeks. Back. Three podcasts. Three of us. It's forever. The, the cycle is complete. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Anthony, are you um? First of all, how was LA? LA was great. Weather was great. Um, had a great time. Went to LA, San Francisco, Sonoma, Napa. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to ask me, did I do any of the touristy things in LA, like hit the Paramount Block and Warner Brothers and all Or you that? mean the movie? The movie? Oh, you mean the movie industry? The movie. That yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't hit that because you oh, know okay. I am the movie industry, right? Uh, so, yeah, wherever yeah, you yeah. were, that's where celebrities came been. to me, right? That's true. That's right. true. But yeah. It was great, wow. but I didn't do any of that. That's good. But nice. you had a good time, though. I had a good time. I will go back and do those things. Yes. When I, you know, have the time, it was just a lot of things happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, weddings, you know, wine traveling, tastings. wine tasting. You know, you plan it. You only have ten days. That's it's true. hard to. Um, For sure. Do you? Yeah. Um, are you relieved that I wasn't playing a trombone and it was a sousaphone in the video? Yes. Okay, I am good. so relieved. Yeah. Good. That was a that was a big moment for us when we were trying to figure all that out. Yeah. So Yeah. It's great yeah. to have you back, man. It's great yeah, to have you I'm back. I'm glad to be back. I haven't missed too much. I mean only Well, the big you guys did a, a like an episode on Toy Story, which wish I wish was I was here for. Right. But maybe when Toy Story five comes out. Yeah, and, and ten years from now. Ten we'll, years. Uh, <laughs> we'll cover it. Twenty years. Sounds maybe good. maybe we'll be in it. You know? Oh, maybe Ooh, we could be. Yeah, we'll be yeah. like we'll have the movie podcast within Toy Story Four. Yeah, I like that. Toy really cool. We'll have a toy podcast. Toy Ooh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. But as always, you can catch the movie podcast every Monday morning, sometimes yeah. Sunday night if you're really paying attention. Yeah, keep an eye out. A little Easter egg for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you can catch our movie podcast on all your favorite podcast services. And as always, if you have a question you want to ask us. Uh, please feel free to connect with us on thistimewith.com slash talk. Ask us your question, and we will answer it on the movie podcast. It's true. We've gotten a few questions today as well. Yeah. Why don't we start off with those questions? Let's do it. Uh, you want me to read the first one? Yeah, Shay. Yeah, interesting. I think, uh, <laughs> I think you should. I think I should read the first it one. It suits um, you. It suits me. Interesting. So, Ali, a friend of the show, asks, what are your thoughts about Bollywood films? Would... Well, I would like all members to watch a Bollywood movie and give inputs on how it stands. Some movies like Three Idiots, PK, Rub the Mud. Were you calling us Three Idiots? Sorry, no. Is it is Dan interrupting me in the middle of I a think question? So. I, I think mean, so. I saw Three Idiots. I'm like, who else would Ali think of? It's really us it, it, is, it is about us actually. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Dalash are very well made and can compete against Hollywood cinema. Uh, TMP thought of expanding the audience. What is it? I thought I think he TMP means the movie podcast. Oh, yeah. okay, 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 cool. I, I I always go by TMP too. I just didn't know that he knew about that. Uh, T the movie podcast thought of expanding the audience by discussing just a little, not a lot of Bollywood. Uh, also, what are your favorite foreign movies? All right, a so lot to I'll, unpack there. Yeah, I'll go first. So, I mean, I, I grew up watching Bollywood films with my family. So, uh, all the films that uh, um, Ali has mentioned here, I've seen, and and I'll be very very frank. Uh, these are all actually fantastic movies, and um, I am very critical about Bollywood films because in the '90s they were very, 
that whole sing song dancey that thing that everyone kind of parodies and that what what um, what people like think of Bollywood yeah, films what, they... what Slumdog Millionaire really like right. try to kind of like get across right. but now they are trying to take it more seriously like I have fallen out of it because some of them are still now trying too much to one up Hollywood right. when it just looks stupid but the ones that are like these the films that Ali's mentioned here these are very grounded and really great movies and um i i do implore you guys one day we, we should watch sure. them or watch some that um kind of compete when it comes to uh favorite foreign movies for me uh one of my favorite films is uh chunking express and it's a it's a great uh it's a great movie it's basically a love story about this this cop and this waitress basically i guess you could say and the whole film is basically set to the soundtrack of the Mamas and Papas uh, California Dreamin'. Oh, awesome. And it's such a great movie. It's visually stunning, and um, it's on Criterion as well. So if you do get a chance to check it out, I highly recommend it. It's an easy watch, and it's just a lot of fun. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Um, for me, I, I, don't, I haven't really watched any um, Bollywood films i don't think i've ever watched a bollywood the strange thing is i have a friend who's made a bollywood film mm-hmm. not even a bollywood film it's more of a short um it's called just one night it's on youtube it has like 11 million views oh wow um and that was probably the only thing i've watched that was we'll say um bollywood closer, connected or indian connected we'll say um but yeah i would like to kind of be introduced into yeah. I don't I would like the serious more serious films that I don't really research and maybe someone can introduce some films to me For I know sure. there's a list that was given um but yeah like I know Mel has watched a couple of them but I haven't but for foreign films for me I have quite a bit of them um Old Boy is a big one for me great one um Casper Gaspar Noel's Enter the Void and Climax mm-hmm. which was two films I watched at TIFF um, French films, uh, crazy films. If you ever watched <laughs> Gaspar Noel's uh, movies, they're like psychedelic, right. violence, the most craziest thing you've ever seen captured on camera uh, in a movie. Very cool. But yeah. I like that uh, Ali gave us some places to jump off with with these movies in terms of like suggestions because like Shay's, Shay's shown me a bunch of like, I guess, scenes from different Bollywood movies and the production value is incredible and like and i think that's something that like if you don't know like he's always totally right here that the production value of these movies does rival hollywood like they are just mm-hmm. beautifully shot like the extras everyone is just like they just come correct it looks it's amazing so like definitely i want to i'm gonna give these a watch um for foreign films for me um there's one that's come to mind that i saw a tiff in 2015, I want to say it's a Swedish one called Force Majeure. I want to say that's how it's pronounced. But you guys have probably seen the trailer. It's basically like a family that's going skiing. And it's basically this giant avalanche pretty much like takes over the whole mountain and pretty much the chalet where they're staying at. And after that accident, the cracks in their marriage start to kind of come up and you start seeing them do like things that you wouldn't expect them to do. So it's really cool to see how like... Um, the family kind of dealt with the tragedy of like this avalanche and then how it affected their lives after that. So that's really, uh, really great one. Also, uh, Criterion recently as well, um, they purchased, or I guess they revived this website called Film Freeway, I think it was called, where they basically, Criterion has like their own streaming service now where you could watch um, a bunch of films that 
wouldn't normally get a theater release or right um foreign films like so it's a whole library if you want to explore foreign films check out the criterion uh yeah streaming service so they're doing some really good stuff over there as well cool yeah what's our second question or well, oh, i was, I was gonna say really quick yeah what's really crazy about volume films though is that um the budget for these movies if you convert into like u.s dollars isn't very high like a lot of them are made for like five to ten million maybe 15 that's even. crazy and they again rival that of mm-hmm. oh films easily easily of mm-hmm. a hundred million dollar budget so it's crazy um so yeah our second question comes from erica and she says so a couple episodes back i submitted i submitted to one of the podcast's instant questions about famous movies we haven't seen and replied with anything by tarantino oh yes i remember this episode now um anthony scoffed when i when he heard my answer and went to say yeah well i bet you she's seen sex in the city (laughs) to which i will probably say yes yes i have seen sex in the city i've seen it multiple times and i've always enjoyed it as an easy dumb funny chick flick no matter what its reputation the question for you guys got last the question you guys got last week about movies that are well regarded that you hate dislike um sorry give me one second here uh, the question you guys got last week about movies that are well-regarded that you hate, dislike, and this experience with Tarantino vs. Sex in the City now inspires my current question. What is a movie that the masses or critics hated or did not respect that you stand by and would say that you love? Thank you. Tarantino vs. Sex in the City. That's a... I think that's his next movie. That's a topic. Because yeah. um, we said Django vs. Zorro, so now it's yeah, Tarantino vs. We Sex went in from, the City. We went from Anthony Lover 69 to Anthony, Anthony Hater... Forty-two, uh, yeah, <laughs> four hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> yeah, um, man, you got you got a lot of uh, <laughs> your the reputation is yeah. uh, seeding you. Yeah, but yeah, Erica's question: What is a movie that the critics did not like, or the general masses did not enjoy, but you will stand by and defend? I'm gonna go first. Go ahead. Go I ahead. like Solo. 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 Yeah. Um, I thought it was. I liked the movie. I don't know what. I I like the set. I like the. The whole story, um, I thought it was a really cool space adventure. For sure, um, I know a lot of people hated it. I don't. I I'm or not didn't the, like it, yeah. or didn't think it should be considered, you know, a solo film. Like this is right. not what they expected from a solo film. I liked it. I, you know, I didn't. I didn't know what to expect from a solo film. Right, right. I kind of digged it. Yeah. I think. I think for myself with with solo is that it just didn't feel like it was adding anything more to it. I. I what I really dug in that movie, though, is like I liked that they were expanding the world of Star Wars and seeing all these different characters, which I always love. And it, it's nice to have something that's not so directly tied to the Skywalker saga, even though it was with Han, obviously. But um, the thing I, I didn't love about that movie is that I just feel like it was trying to give answers to things that we didn't need to have answers to, like the Kessel Run and how he got his name and stuff like that. Right. But there, it's like visually, it's still a beautiful movie. Um, but yeah, I just. It's not one that I would go back to and or defend me for me personally, but that's just me. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's cool, man. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> what's your fight? You. What's, what's your, your yeah? What's your movie? What's um, your movie? for myself, yeah, I think the movie that I will always go back and defend, and again, this will get hate as well. But I think Man of Steel is a movie that when it came out, it just got hated on by a lot of people. Not as much as Batman vs Superman did, obviously, but I just feel like people did not. Uh, like the direction that superman went in and i definitely have some like issues with the movie but i i will always defend it i the soundtrack is unrivaled the mm-hmm. cinematography is stunning i love henry cavill as superman and i hope he continues in this role which we'll get into a bit later but 
Yeah, that's a movie that I'll defend, and the Batman vs Superman Ultimate Edition I'll also defend as a as a good movie as well too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Man of Steel, and I love Batman vs Superman, and it just. I know people hate those films, but it just, it's funny because I saw those movies with a lot of people because I saw um, it in theaters a bunch of times. Mm -hmm. And every time I went to go see it with somebody, there was like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. Like they were like, yeah, I get it now. And then when all the real like publicized hate for that right. film came out, all those people that said they loved it were like, no, you, it, yeah, it's crap. And I'm like, yeah. how did you just switch like that on yeah. me? It's like vile, especially with those movies, I feel like there was such like a vile hate yeah. that came with them. And it, and it sucks because. The thing that was lucky, at least for us, is that we got to watch it a week before yeah. the reviews and everything came out. So when we saw it, that was one of my favorite theater experiences because the audience was going crazy at some scenes. Like So that was really yeah. cool to watch. And then it was such like a deflating feeling like a week later when those reviews came out and the Rotten Tomato score was like 27%. And everyone was just like, yeah, maybe that was, maybe that was a bad movie. And then it kind of just changed. Yeah, like there, stick with right? your heart, man. Yeah. Stick with your gut. Like... Whatever critics say, like you gotta go with your own right. feeling. Yeah, and not just change to be in the in the majority, the majority of people, right? Yeah. yeah. How about me? Uh, one? I, honestly, there's a lot of films that I, I kind of was going through my list that I own that people didn't like as much. Like growing up, I loved watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in the movie. Yeah, it is a it's a bad movie by all regards. Sure. It's silly. It's stupid. Ivan Ooze, but like <laughs> I loved the part Power Rangers. Man, they were, they were great. Right. Um, White chicks. Yeah, white great film, a, yeah, really for funny sure, for sure. I haven't Kills seen me. it. Never seen it. Eh? No, I've seen like scenes from it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Uh, Equilibrium, uh, starring Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Right, great, great movie. It it almost kind of like rivals that Matrix esque kind of feel. Say, I yes. feel like it got a bad rap because people thought it was trying to be a Matrix, yeah. and then but it was just really cool. Um, I'll always defend Space Jam. Oh yeah, I don't. People I don't think anyone hate a... Space Jam. Really? You, yeah. Really? Oh, I was, I always, when I talk about at work sometimes about Space Jam, people are like, oh. That was stupid. Or like adults that like like my parents hated Space Jam. Really? Really? Yeah, because it was just like, oh, that's a stupid cartoon film. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of weird. Oh, really? But like, I think like I people that grew Space up, Jam hate, yeah. I think people when grew up in our age, yeah. like, right. they love, love Space it. Jam. But critics obviously hate. Did it you guys time. see that LeBron James started shooting Space Jam two this week? I saw yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it's happening. Yeah, it uh, is happening. Yeah. Do you think it should happen? No. Uh, I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's it makes necessary. sense why they're doing it, but yeah. I don't think it's necessary. I just, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, sure, it's happening, like, we'll obviously go watch it, but yeah. is it necessary? I, I'm happy that we're seeing, like, Bugs Bunny and them coming back, because I feel like it's been a minute since they've had a movie. Do you think Michael Jordan should show up? Do you think he would show up? I think he, they're, they're, they'll definitely be a reference to him. I, I would be kind of bummed out if he's not referenced right. on it. That'd be cool if he showed up, yeah. Another yeah. movie that I'll always defend as well is uh, Rat Race. Oh yeah, I love Rat Race. Such a great movie, yeah. but like people have never heard Terrible, of it. Terrible, but amazing yeah. movie. People have yeah. never heard of it, or yeah. it's like yeah, it's like whatever forty six or twenty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's so funny. Yeah, such yeah. a funny movie. I feel like there's there's a lot of movies that, especially w growing up with that, you don't when you're younger, you don't have that lens of like, oh, this is good, this is bad. This right. is like what you've grown up with, right? Yeah. So even when you look at like reviews for home alone and stuff growing up like those are beloved movies now but they didn't get good reviews back then yeah. it's, it's just funny how that that kind of happens throughout time well it's funny because like growing up like i loved phantom of the menace yeah and like sure. now when i watch them like oh my god that's a bad movie yeah right it's, it's just you know it's you're time. a kid right yeah. like you yeah, don't you know what you you connect with that movie on a different level than adults do right but i think if you're a child and you're connecting with this movie it just shows how like what you want to see on film for sure and 
if they connect with you, I think they did their job, you know? For sure. Because movies are, they're for everyone. That's true. You know? And adults can be sometimes negative or they have like this thing that this is how it should look. Right. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, this guy goes to LA for two weeks eh, and comes he back. Comes back to fucking... a philosopher over here. Yeah. Philosopher Stone. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it was very insightful, man. I liked it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Anthony. But yeah, thank you. Uh, who was that? Erica? Erica. Erica yeah, yeah, thank you, Erica, for she the uh, the question. Yeah. <laughs> she hates you. We also okay. had a, a write-in movie suggestion, which Ooh. is so Moki wrote in this week and also said, watch The Mummy. That's all he wrote. I love The Mummy. I know, Actually, which another, Mummy? There's like 9,000 Mummies. The one with Brendan Fraser. Uh, 1990. Okay, yeah, yeah. I feel like a couple episodes ago, I just talked about how I watched yeah. one and two. So. And it was yeah. on this weekend, too, which is weird. I'm it's like, like always on TV. It's it crazy. Is, it's never left TV. Yeah. yeah. Does the CG stand no. hold up for them, Phil? No. Uh, no. 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 Yeah. No. No. But but that's part of the charm of it now, I think. Yeah. yeah. Especially in Mummy Returns. Oh, God. Yeah. The Dwayne, Rock. The CG Dwayne oh, yes. Johnson. The, the, the Rock. The PlayStation yeah. 1. His first uh, film role. Yeah. And it was just a PlayStation cutscene. Oh, cool. Machete. <laughs> I'm like, okay, relax, dude. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch the spinoff of it? The Scorpion King? Yes, just the first one. Just not the, the first 40 one. other ones that came out. Yeah, no. but I think Dwayne was only in the first one, right? I, I think, yes, I think yeah, so. He yeah. was only in the first the first, one. the first Scorpion King movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah cool. There we go. So why don't we head over to news? Let's do it. Do, 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 do. Oh, he still got it. He still got it. I, that's why I, I, I held back because I'm like, I wanted to hear it come from him. So news time. Let's do it. We got quite a bit of news this week. We do. Uh, first news is coming from Adam Chitwood of Collider. Warner Brothers taps Anna Snarf, Snoff, Sarnoff, Sarnoff. Yeah. Uh, Anna Sarnoff as new CEO. What do you guys think of this? It's big. This I is mean, huge. This is um, a long time coming. I mean, their last CEO exited the role of few. Kevin Trujillo. Yeah. yeah, and he's famous for. Wanting Justice League to be under two hours for making all these changes to, he was other not a movies. great guy, you know. Sorry, he was not a great guy. Not a great guy, no. And he did some other shady. He did some things, to, some shady to stuff. Yeah, as well, too. You know? yeah. yeah. So glad that he's out of there. Um, this is the first female CEO in the hundred year history of Warner Brothers, and it's well deserved. It's about time, you know. They they need someone with hopefully a vision. I mean, she's coming from BBC Studios, which yep. is which is interesting, I think. But at least she has knowledge in the industry for sure and yeah this is i think this is uh super unexpected for a lot of people especially there's probably a lot of people within warner brothers as adam chitwood says that expected to get this role so yeah. for them to go with an outside hire i like that yeah i like that they're like let's think outside of the box the box yeah. right now um if i may no i would <laughs> i won't i'll take it back no i was gonna say i think now that we have a new ceo at warner brothers i think her first order of business should be like, go to Henry Cavill and ask, do you want to be Superman? Yes or no? If he says yes, find a way to make the next movie happen. Yeah. If no, then say thank you for your time and then find a way to make another movie happen. 100%. Right. You know, we have Batman coming back now in full force in 2021. It doesn't make sense not to have Superman. And when you look at what happened when Bob Iger took over Disney in 2006, yep. look what happened under his reign. Bought Marvel. Bought Pixar was the first thing that he did. Yep. Steve jo he repaired that relationship with Pixar. He bought Star Wars, and now he finished this Fox merger. Right. So like this is this is time now for Warner Brothers to become a big player again because I feel like for the last few years since Nolan's Batman ended and since the Harry Potter original series ended, they they're haven't in, been where they should be. They're in a dry spell. For they're sure. in a super dry spell. So do you think it would be? 
advisable to sign certain directors like jj abrams to exclusive contracts five-year contracts well i see 10-year contracts so we have that with the warner brothers deal that just the Warner media J- one right the warner yeah. media one with jj yeah um I feel going forward, yeah, they should be making these. They should be making these strong moves. They need to make because, some boss moves right now because yeah. Apple's doing it, Disney's doing it, Warner Brothers is argu- arguably the most recognized film logo and outside of those ones. Outside yeah. of those yeah. ones, so it's time for them to step up and. I feel like this is the NBA. Like this is like <laughs> no, it is. seriously, it's like free it agent. Everyone's is. making like their super teams. Um, I remember reading an article, I think February, about Kevin, uh, Kevin, the, the old CEO, yeah. and he was saying that. He wants to make standalone DCU right. films. So films that do not intersect with one another. Do you think now that he's out that that is kiboshed and now they start working on a proper universe? I, honestly, like I've always I've always was of the mindset that of if Justice League is going to work, you have to have Batman and Superman work in a movie. Yeah. Correct, right? You got to get those two franchises working. That's why I was so excited in 2013 when they announced it's going to be a Batman Superman movie. Obviously, that movie didn't pan out the way Warner Brothers wanted. And I think that was the first signs of trouble with where they were going to head with the universe. Because once that movie didn't land with audiences and critics, that's when all the rewrites and everything started happening, right? But I think now that we have Robert Pattinson as our Batman, let's get our Superman up and going. Let's... Let's build this universe. Yes, you don't have to worry. You don't have to fight with Marvel because there are twenty three heads, twenty three movies ahead of you at this point. It's not a competition, but yeah. just focus on making good movies. Yeah, you know what storyline would fix this DCU cluster? Like, are oh, you like you in terms like of like, like how it? how can you fix this? Like, whatever is ex- whatever they're experiencing now yeah. because they have a Batman, they have a Superman from like a different movie set do you create a universe where they're like there is a multiverse where it's like resets it it resets it and it brings you it can it makes sense to bring henry's superman into kind of like flashpoint yeah into uh into robert uh, pattinson's batman that brings a joker from that storyline like i'm just trying to think like it doesn't make sense to make standalone movies I don't know. I, if they're going to try to make money, because if they're going to try to make money, they're not going to make money on just a standalone movie. They're, you want to make that Marvel you cinematic want... epic three arc. Right. Avengers. And, and they, they try wanna, that. They want to make that. I, I feel like now, like, I think they're just going to focus on getting the first movies out. I mean, Wonder Woman 2 is coming out next year. Aquaman 2 is like coming out in 2021. Yeah. So it's like th- those movies are still within that original dceu universe so it's like or dceu i should just say but i don't know if those are going to really tie into the new batman i don't know if they'd want them to tie into it i maybe that's maybe they see batman and suicide squad that year as a clean break who knows what they're planning i mean i at the end of the day i I want a universe like i'm i love standalone films but i think we've seen enough now that and i've seen marvel do it so I want DC to do it, but I obviously want them to do it right. But yeah. I also don't want them to play catch up. I just kind of want them to do it on their own yeah. pace, at their own way. Yeah, make, yeah make it different. Like, the benefit that DC has, though, is that luckily their characters are very, very well known. For sure. Like, you know the story about Batman. You know the story about Superman. You right. know these stories already, so you don't have to go too deep into their origin. Whereas, like, Marvel, they kind of need that. Like, all these characters that they're introducing, not many people have heard of them. Right. right. And, and I think that's why they needed to have those movies. Exactly. And it's crazy now when you're looking at, when you look at the box office of Doctor Strange making 
equal or more than Justice League. If you told me that five years ago, Nuts. that's insane. Uh, mm-hmm. That Doctor Strange, a character that like comic book fans know, but Marvel fans know, but not they, that popular. Yeah, but now Marvel, Doctor Strange, the the applaud that he got in Endgame when he like at the end of that movie with him opening the portals, like it's it's crazy that Marvel what they have done with these characters, the Superman symbol in any media or any culture or religion they know what the superman symbol is so like the second right? most or third most recognized 100 percent easily people know what that symbol is yeah. and what that what that stands for and yeah. it just it's crazy that henry cavill was casted over eight years ago as superman and we've got man of steel we had batman vs superman that didn't land with people and we had justice league which was a mess and it's just it's just crazy that this hasn't gone the way that they it should have gone yeah right and they also have is Christopher Nolan's film Warner Brothers? Uh yeah, Christopher yeah, Nolan's Tenet? film is yeah, he has yeah, he's he's a, he's a Warner Brothers. Guy he's, a, for sure. he's he's a Warner Brother. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Warner Brother. Yeah, so like Warner Brothers like they their usual like uh regular players are usually like Clint Eastwood, yeah. Bradley Cooper now. Yeah. Um Nolan. Nolan. Um those are like their their regular players. But like look what Look what's happened, like with Lord of the Rings too. Like they had their the Hobbit trilogy that didn't really land. Mm. They had Fantastic Beasts that hasn't really land. It's well because mm-hmm. they, because they went with the whole like oh, okay we'll do two movies for the Hobbit, which even then I was like yeah. oh, two movies for a tiny book yeah. interesting, and they're like nah we're gonna pull out the Similarian yeah. and we're gonna extract during data from shooting there. It's crazy. yeah and it's just like oh we didn't okay yeah same with Fantastic Beasts originally yeah. planned as a trilogy then I'm like no let's do five movies. I think it's like thirty five now My they've God, said yeah it's just. Based just, on no book, by the way, right? Just a guide. So I, I'm just hoping book. that what uh, Miss Sarnoff is going to bring to the table is just some focus for the studio. Let's focus on making good movies. Let's make sure that our franchise movies are where they should be. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think they should uh, hire John Favreau. And that will like oh my god, jumpstart like, steal that. him from Disney. You think that would be that yeah. possible? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Why not? Because like he's made Jungle Book, he's think, made Lion King, he's an executive producer in all the Avengers movies. I feel yeah. like he's so what? He's staying, so was, oh, the Mandalorian as well too. Like he's he's pretty invested in Disney at this point. Yeah, but there's a certain point where you need more challenges, right? Sure, like you, for sure. like I, I would say, like if I was in his shoes, I'm like I already conquered that Disney. Everything, yeah. Like why would I stay here for 30, 40 years? Yeah, making the same franchise films where he could do something. Where I can own. go on to another franchise. He'd be, a, he'd be an awesome pickup for yeah. for Warner Brothers. And yeah, it's exactly like you said, this does feel like the NBA. It feels like people are trying to form their super teams right now. And yeah, I mean, we're in a great time for, for watching this media because it's so accessible everywhere now. Yeah. But it's just kind of crazy that like Warner Brothers, who is such like a a flagpole of Hollywood hasn't really done too much in the last five, six years. Nuts. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's move on to um, Taika. 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 Taika I always have a. I always have an issue with his name. I don't know why. I want to say something else. But <laughs> uh, Taika Waititi to crack Flash Gordon as Fox Disney animated film. And this is coming from Mike Fleming Jr. from Deadline. Okay. So Flash Gordon, I don't... I know of it, but I, yeah. I think it was an old cartoon... Cartoon and like a and live, live action, action live action, yeah. yeah. So it was like a the, the almost like an Indiana Indiana yeah. Jones type of storyline where adventurous, trying to kind of like world traveling, yeah. worsh- like space, yeah, space, yeah. yeah, space it's opera, like a space opera, kind yeah. Of thing, it's right? before, really kind of kind of before us. Yes, yes, very uh, before. But us. I I know it more well from like Guardians is super inspired by it. 
Um, there's lots of like but a it's football player and his friends that culture. travel to the world Mongo and find themselves fighting the tyranny of Ming the Merciless yeah. to save the Earth. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So much to take in there. But yeah, I feel like Taika is a good. Uh, this will be an animated year. film, though. It's really cool. Yeah. I wonder what the animation style is going to be like. Like, is it going to be CG animation or is it going to be 2D animation? Like, I hope it has a cool. I feel like Taika will have a cool visual art style for this. Yeah. I think it would be like some sort of like cell shading meets Ooh. CG, like very. Like Enter the Spider Verse? Enter the Spider Verse. I'm here Stylistic. For he could something even go crazy. You can even go the Akira route. I mean, like, he is making that film, right? Yeah. Like an anime? For Warner Brothers as well, too, actually. Exactly. Yeah, so there's yeah, a Warner Brothers. Cool. He's, he's just being tapped for everything now. So, yeah. I mean, Taika deserves all the credit that he gets because he's, he's a fantastic filmmaker, in my he opinion. He is, yeah. So I think, um, yeah, the more that he gets, the better. Very cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, is there any word on when this is supposed to come out? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe Not you guys I can see, to be honest with you. Uh, do you see anything, Daniel? I don't see anything, no. All right. Well, yeah, we do have, like, so originally Matthew Vaughn was going to be part of this. Yeah. And the director who did Overlord, Julius Avery, was going to do this. And now it's landed on Taika's lap. So that's pretty yeah. cool. I also wonder, like, you know, really how because Taika's got a lot in this plate. So I yeah. really wonder how long it's going to take for all this. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those stories that, like, this we'll is when it's first seeing. announced and we'll see it five years from yeah. now, six years from now. Because Akira is, like, one of his, like, a big project Yeah, for it's him. his big passion project. He also has right? that other TV show that's going. Yeah, what we Plus, do in the shadows. Plus, he says that he's working with Marvel on stuff as well too. So yeah. he's he's a busy guy and he's in demand because yeah. I think he's so likable as well as a person. So yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm me. Um, I'm from New Zealand. <laughs> Man, his schedule must be crazy. Yeah. Um, going on to more news, AMC Theaters launches a program to make sure franchises don't kill smaller movies, and this is from Ryan Fau. Fogner? 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 From uh, LA Times. Ah, you were just there. I was just there. Yeah, the Anthony Times, as yeah. we call it. So, yeah, um, do you guys know more about this? So, movie theaters, uh, so AMC is trying to protect smaller smaller budget movies. Like indie films, I guess. Yes, from being conquered by the larger films. Yeah, so they're calling this uh, AMC Artesian Films and will seek to boost certain movies that might have trouble gaining traction as moviegoers increasingly choose well-known brands. Is it artesian or artisan? Artisan? I wouldn't say artisan. Artisan? Yeah. I feel like artesian sounds cooler, though. Because it, it sounds too artisan. Bougie. It does sound like, too I don't bougie. like artesian. I, I feel like artesian is like like you're ordering something on a menu. Yeah, like at yeah. a fancy restaurant. It's like too like... Uh, well, how do you like classy. your artesian? Uh, well done, please. Yeah. yeah. I don't like but that. But then there's arti- art- artisan bread? Art- artesian bread? Artesian? Artisan bread. Which is artisan. the word we just said. If you yeah. know how to pronounce this, <laughs> write into this time with dot com slash talk and write, write it phonetically, phonetically for yeah, us please. so we could read this properly on the show. So um, they, they've done this before, like in 2006, 2010, where they've yep. tried to, I guess, get the masses of, of these you know indie small films, which is great. Um, but... I really wonder what the end game is here for them. Right. I mean, Booksmart came out a couple weeks ago when they were saying how it did not do well at the box office. But a movie like Booksmart, as great as it is, it's it's one of those films that I feel like that's that's one of those movies that feel like a limited release would be so much better because the people who would want to see it would go to the theaters to watch it or give it a festival release, right? Like bring it to TIFF, bring it to Cannes, like bring it somewhere where it's going to build this hype for it. It kind of just came out of nowhere. And yeah, it's it's getting great reviews, but I don't feel like enough people are seeing it. Also, worldwide, it was released on Netflix. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of lost a big chunk of the audience as well too worldwide. Um, so yeah. what what are they planning? Like a, an actual 
like a, a section of the of the theater or like a website like maybe highlight certain films and maybe give them more show times like there's not really a lot known of what they're trying to do I'm just trying to think how it would look to me as a i'm gonna go watch this go watch a movie right. how where would i pick this film because a lot of times these small budget films are they're usually in specialized theaters you gotta right. like drive an hour just to get there For sure um and it's harder to to grab and you just you know wait for it to come out yeah, on so- so it's digital w- yeah it's weird like so how are they going to try and make people like more interested in them i guess you know they, what I mean? they want them to have obviously longer runs and they want them to be earlier as well okay this is what they're saying in a limited release i i don't know if that's necessarily the problem though with with smaller indie films i don't think it's you, you can solve it by this i think you just need to promote it so yeah if amc can put a budget into marketing these movies sure perfect but Having it come out sooner and having it run longer in theaters is probably just going to hurt them in the long run because that's more money they're spending into a film that people still don't know about. Right. right. I mean, yeah, it's interesting because like when you when you think of movie theaters, like how where would AMC promote this? Like on their social media, on their website? Because like yeah. theaters, at least in Canada, like you don't see Cineplex commercials other than like maybe the during theater. the holidays. <laughs> Where you may see something on TV, yeah. but it's a, a commercial for the theater. It's not showing any movies in it. No. Right? Or at the theater itself, like Shay is saying. like That's where you're going to see promotions for the theater is at the theater. I always find that weird, by the way, that, that I'm watching a trailer for Cineplex at Cineplex. Like, dude, where else am I going to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm already here. You're here. You got me. Yeah. You got me. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth when you said they the marketing needs to be... I don't think it's AMC's job to market the no. movie. I think it's how can these smaller films market themselves right and they actually have a huge platform and yeah. there's like tons of free platform that right. they can use true. i think they just have to find the right person to promote it right yeah it's someone who has a lot of views so you you know if i was if i was marketing a film i would introduce people or invite people who have large youtube channels yeah yeah or have a huge <clears throat> influence over you know instagram or reviewers yeah. who are are well known like, like the movie, movie podcast, podcast. yeah Damn. so um, where we can promote it yeah like you know. like have have screening events you know what i mean just like what you're saying like whenever like these big movies come around too like i can't tell you how many emails we get for hey enter this contest or this is an invitation to this screening where it's like but why aren't the, why can't the smaller movies do that because that's only going to get word of mouth out right. i would hope um i like that at least amc because back when we had AMC in Canada still, anytime I wanted to see like an indie movie, that's where I would have to go to watch it because AMC has a lot more screens, I found, yes. right? Smaller theaters, but bigger screens. Right. Like more more screens, more screens to yeah. watch. Uh, so I've seen so many just random yeah. movies at AMC theaters. But it's like, how do you, like, what's their goal? Like, are they just going to keep them playing longer? Are they just going to have them at better show times? I don't know how that's going to really help with exposure for them yeah. as much. Right? And sometimes it just takes one that one... One person, that one yeah. review that kind of opens you up to the whole world, right? You know, a lot of a lot of uh, restaurants do that. You know, they they could be open five years and you know no one knows about them, and then all of a sudden there's this guy who <laughs> reviews it, and Just boom, it's explodes. like the top five restaurant in Toronto or in wherever. Right. Exactly. You know, that's all they need. They need that one person exposure. yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's that exposure right yeah yeah so hopefully hopefully it works out well because obviously we love movies we want to see movies succeed so invite us yeah and we will <laughs> I said, make we you will discuss it on our we show we will talk about it on the show yeah. till night and day yeah yeah cool Sounds um good. more news the final news the final news um the office is leaving netflix in 2021 and this is from constance grady 
from Vox. Grady, Grady or Grady? Grady. Grady. I'm, I'm, Man, I'm like, <laughs> like the I thought, Grady. I thought, I thought you were doing a, Wait. an office joke. Where it's like, was it Grady or Gotti? Oh, <laughs> Ours is the most menacing sound. <laughs> I usually get Siri to um, speak it because she will speak it gotcha. phonetically. Grady. Uh, Grady, yeah, there we see? go. Thanks. Siri's uh, writing on the I'm show. I'm going to, yeah, one day we'll just get Siri to talk for me. Yeah. Oh, we'll get there. I'll write what I want to say yeah. and then she'll just <laughs> a talk. Stephen Hawking for us, eh? Yeah. I like it. Okay. I like it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you guys think? I know this has like, been like big news for a lot of people. They're mad that the office is not available. I think the big, uh, the bigger story that not a lot of people are talking about this, obviously people are upset that the office is leaving. Like I lo- The thing I love about an office being on Netflix is that even though I own it on iTunes, it's just convenient with the up. It's it's basically on continuous. Like I'll watch it, it'll just go right into the next episode. I could skip the intro. It's just Huge. like it's like those little like quality of life things that makes it so much easier and keeps my time on that platform. Yeah. But the big story I think here too is that it's NBC is taking it off because they're putting it on their own service. Right. Mm. So that's another streaming service that it's going to be coming down the road. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be too into the NBC streaming service. Like, no offense, but no, like, no, they don't really have much going on for me that I that I need. Right. I mean, I have friends on Blu-ray already, and when it does come time for iTunes having a sale, I'll pick it up on iTunes. Right. I already have the office on iTunes as well because I was prepared for this. Because this is not this is news, but we've also heard this happening before. Yeah, like the yeah. office when they said it was going to leave and. It gets so much traction, and they're like, "No, no, we have it for another year," or they we bought yeah. friends for another and year. And what we need to understand is that it's not Netflix. Like, do you not think that they would want this on their pa- platform? Like, yeah. people are getting like, "Oh, boycott Netflix." No, no. It's it's just the way business works. Like, if someone owns something and they want it back, you can't get upset at them for wanting it back. Yeah. If I'm lending you guys a movie and I'm like, hey, you know, and Daniel's showing, and you guys are showing this movie to all your friends, and I'm like, hey, guys, I need the movie back. You can't get mad at me. It's what I own. Right. So Netflix actually put a statement about this out. Um, give me uh, just two seconds to find it here. So oh, okay, you okay. You're so ready with that. So statement. here, I wanted to ask you guys. Like, uh, I'm not. I don't really rewatch TV shows. So I I watch it once and that's it. Like I don't go back and rewatch episodes just because I I don't want to invest my time into like older shows that have a lot you know sure. multiple episodes you don't you don't have Do something you, that you just put on for comfort or anything like that no i like usually it would be a He's movie i would re i would rewatch a movie or find a tv show that i haven't watched yeah do you guys find yourselves rewatching i i prim- TV shows? i primarily will kind of like you anthony i primarily will put on a movie that i'm more comfortable with because i really my problem with tv shows sometimes is that i can get lost in the time where what I wanted just to be something for an hour or two is now turned into three, four hours. That's right. what my issue is with TV. With a movie, I can put it on, and I know that I have a set limit of two hours max, yeah. really. Like you're not and committing I'm, to it. And then yeah. I'm good, you know? Yeah. With TV shows, yes, there's the rare ones. Like sometimes, it's usually when I'm eating, actually, like I'll put on The Office, Brooklyn Nine Nine. And it's just good to revisit those shows because especially comedies are easier. Like I don't think I'll go watch. Um, I don't know, 24 that much again. I mean, I'm watching it right now with my right. girlfriend, but that's because she's never seen it. Right. But I wouldn't put on like a dramatic show really because it's going to bring down my mood. For but sure. A comedy, easy watch, just put it on the background. Go but to sleep. It's like, it just sounds, in the, it's just like background noise, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I didn't get the, act, the the official statement from Netflix, but basically they said that they would love to keep for, uh, uh, The Office on their platform, but because oh. NBC is <laughs> having their own streaming service, they have to, to make that deal, right? Um, and Netflix e- has even said that the Office is their most popular show on their platform. That's not original. 
but even out of everything oh, on the okay, Netflix cool. platform, The Office is what's the most watched, which is crazy <sighs> for a show that's ended six years ago, right? Yeah. I it, thought their statement was going to be like, yeah, if you want The Office, we'll have to up your price no. to $30 a You know how much month? Netflix paid, though, to keep The Office on for another year? Go ahead. Upset the audience, Daniel. Go ahead. Do go, it. Go, go. $100 million. Damn. Go. Yeah. I wonder if that goes right all to... That's all to NBC, uh, NBC, right? I wonder if Steve Carell gets any... I'm sure they get some oh, type yeah, of little residuals and... Because usually that's, you know, with... Syndication and Syndication all that, right? shows, they, you know, the reruns um, give you money forever and ever and ever. You, you the tweet, yeah. So uh, we're sad that NBC has decided to take The Office back for its own streaming platform. But members can binge watch the show to their heart's content ad-free on Netflix until January 2021. There you go. Really, 2021. Really... Like, come on, man. That's like two years from now. You got lots yeah, of yeah, time. Yeah, we got lots of time lot to of watch time. Do you think that was like a little dig at NBC? Yeah, the ad-free ad part. Something about that just made me go, huh, yeah. a little too specific. It's it's, it's weird because, I mean, and, and the thing, especially with us as like a Canadian podcast, like we're dealing with the fact that this NBC streaming service is it coming to Canada? Is it going to have the office on it? Because look what happened with Netflix when it first came to Canada. There was such like a discrepancy between what the Canadian uh, Netflix got and what the American Netflix got, right? Even still to this day, there's still very different catalogs of stuff, right? Yeah, now. but that not that because Netflix, there's so many different rights. For sure. Well, NBC, this is and, and whatever it. they own is going to be shown, so it should be For the sure. same. But I, I would hope so, right? But like I feel like... Look at Hulu right now, right? Hulu still isn't available in Canada. Yeah. But with these streaming services, DC Universe as well, it's DC's content, but it's not in Canada because they don't have specific licensing to have that here. Even though it's their own stuff, they have licenses with like Teletoon and um, CTV and different yeah. Canadian broadcasters for their stuff. So I think yeah. that's going to, once that once that expires, I don't think it'll renew. I hope not. What, the Netflix office? No, these no. licenses. These licenses because with it's Canadian... like in the matter in the past in the past three years, there's so many streaming services that popping are up. Why sign a, li- a, a license with CTV or Teletoon yeah. when you can just get the viewer right at home? For sure, and right? I, and I think that's. I'm hoping like look at what Disney's doing with their own streaming service with Disney Plus that they're they're seeing. I think that hey, this is our content. Once our deals with Netflix and everything expire, this is going to be the home for everything. Yeah. And, I, and I've said it before, like, I'll gladly pay for Disney Plus because their content, just their back catalog of content is worth the price of admission. Yeah. Right? Cool. Yeah. Good stuff. We are going to move on to a new segment called Casting Call. Casting Call. Do we have a, do we have a jingle have a for theme? this one yet? Do you have a jingle? I don't, but I'm, I'm looking at you guys. Do you have a jingle? <laughs> Casting call. I was gonna do something similar to that actually. Okay, well, Daniel, too. you go. Casting call. I don't. Like I like Shay's I like, better. I like Shay's too. Cool. That's why. I, I <laughs> Let's go through the casting call. <laughs> uh, Paul Rudd joins uh, Jason Reitman in Ghostbusters 2020. Yep. Very very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, nice. He posted like a cool video like in front of the uh, the firehouse. The firehouse. Yeah. Do you think he plays like a, a like a son of one of the characters, or is he just maybe you yeah. know maybe, maybe it's I like, think he plays a ghost. I, pl- I think he plays Buster. I think he plays um, the Slime. Slimer. Ooh, Slimer. Slimer. Okay. Uh, Mark Wahlberg to replace Chris Evans in Antoine Fuqua's action thriller, Infinite. I'm more impressed that you pronounced Antoine Fuqua's name. Yeah, I think yeah. because I've said his name a couple of times before. <laughs> but, uh, Antoine and he's Fuqua. practicing in front of the mirror this Fuqua. morning. Fuqua. 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 Chris Evans, Mar- Mark Wahlberg. I didn't know he had another movie. I thought he was just retired from movie making. Yeah. yeah. Or movie 
Acting. Acting, Acting yeah. yeah. Goes on to directing. But yeah, uh, Melissa McCarthy is in talks to play Ursula in the live action Little Mermaid. Nice. Interesting Maybe. choice. Uh, I, I mean, guess, like, we yeah. haven't, I'm surprised we haven't really heard who's going to be Ariel yet, though. And I, this is a Disney one. Yeah, right? I remember yeah. the Universal one for the longest time. With which, Chloe Grace uh, Moretz. Which I don't think is happening. No, anymore. I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No. Which, cool. Cool, uh, cool. Yeah, Melissa McCarthy, sure. What's yeah. next? Uh, Amy Stotch, Hal Landon Jr., uh, Aaron Hayes, Beck Bennett, and Jema Mays have all joined Bill and Ted's Face the Music. I have no idea who... You know the... You know who one of them is, though. Yeah, Beck Bennett? No. Yeah, you know who Beck Bennett is. He's from SNL? No, I'm not even just SNL. And just a bunch of stuff. Okay, maybe... Um, I, I don't... Maybe if I see a face, I'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, but like I don't know his name. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, never mind. Okay, never mind. I think somebody else. Okay, so I don't know him. <laughs> um, uh, but Anthony Kerrigan also joined... Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah. Who? Anthony Kerrigan. Noho Hank. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He joined as well. Yeah, Noho Hank from Barry. Yeah. Um, And. Which I I finished, by the way. I don't know if you were here for that. Yeah, I I listened to it. Did you watch that episode with the. Yes, loved it. Wasn't that like one of the greatest episodes you've ever seen? It was so different. different. Like, it was one of those things where I'm like. I was so intrigued watching it and I kept waiting and I was laughing my ass off during it, but also kind of like. Where are they gonna go with this? So that guy, the guy, the the, the, the karate the dude, guy, yeah. he's a stuntman that I think was in all the John Wick films. He looks like yeah. literally one of the directors, even. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the bald guy's name from Barry? No, Hank. Yeah, he was. Uh, I'm glad that he's getting like he's starting to get like some really Anthony good, Harrigan, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, some really great exposure because he was in a couple episodes of arrow and like the flash and everything yes. like that as well yeah too. he does he, he played play- zaz. zaz yeah, yeah the- he played zaz as well yeah so like he's he's a great actor so it's nice to see that he's playing the villain in villain 10 so. yeah he has a um a disorder where he can't grow hair oh wow it's like yeah, he has no sleeping. eyebrows nothing um i forgot what the actual disease is but uh henry cavill to play sherlock holmes opposite millie bobby brown in enola holmes so millie bobby brown is playing the much younger sister of sherlock holmes and the movie is based around her. And Henry Cavill isn't playing Superman. He's playing Sherlock Holmes. So is this an actual, like, I didn't know Sherlock Holmes had a sister. Very young sister. Because I always known I think Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes was like an older dude. Did. I think this is a studio saying we need to target some audiences here. Yeah, uh, Let's give Sherlock a sister. What's uh? Do you guys know what studio is making this? No. No. Is it Universal? I don't know. Because like, it's, it's interesting. Because Sherlock Holmes, is he just like... And like open intellectual property now. I don't think you. I don't think anyone owns. Sh- yeah, because Sherlock like Holmes. you have the you have the Robert Downey Jr. ones, yeah. which are Warner Brothers. You had the Will Ferrell one, which was Sony. Yeah. You had the Benedict Cumberbatch one, which are from BBC. Yeah. And now you, you've had uh, the one where Sir Ian McKellen played an older Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And now. We have so, this one. So I feel like it's that, such an oversaturation of Sherlock Holmes. So Enola Holmes is actually based on a book series that came out in 2006, 2010 from like Penguin Young Readers. Okay, you yeah. Um, and it's just literally a, a young adult novel, which I, I can I totally see. I, I'm thinking of like, um, what was that book series? Nancy Drew? Kids? Not even just that, but like I'm thinking of like uh, the Treehouse one where they travel to like different time periods of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, Wishbone? Yeah. <laughs> The Ooh, wishbone the dog i love wishbone wishbone's <laughs> so dope i wish they made a movie you know, on wishbone like boys things like that so like yeah like i'm not surprised they're making this but like i don't like it 
<laughs> I don't know. It just seems like it, it's just. Yeah. I, just, I just feel it's a lot of Sherlock Holmes sat- oversaturation now, right? Yeah, I have no He's idea. Everywhere. Who, and we're getting another this. Robert Downey Jr. one in the next year or two as well. Yeah, which so I just, feel yeah. like it's too late. Like, yeah, I don't like, think we need that. Yeah, because like, I liked the first one a lot. The second one was good, but like the second one came out in 2011, and now the sequel to that's only going to be coming out 10 years 2021. Later. So this is right now legendary. So like, I guess that might mean it could be Warner Brothers it or it could be, be Universal because like, they usually partner together sometimes. Yeah. I could see it being Universal. Cause... Yeah, I could see it being Universal. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah, so that's happening. And yeah, that's the end of the casting call. Casting call. Good job. Um, Box office recap. We got Toy Story 4. Looks to repeat at the weekend box office over Annabelle and yesterday. So I've got the numbers here. Uh, When it came to this weekend, Toy Story 4 did about 57 million. Pretty much almost 58 because it's at 900,000. Um, it's about a 52% drop, but not. I don't think that's too bad for a second week. No. Um, it's sitting at about a total gross of $236 million. All right. Not bad. I'm actually really surprised that Annabelle Comes Home came in second. Okay. With $20 million. Did you think it would have come in first? No. Um, I actually didn't think it would do well at all. To okay. be totally honest with you. This I is the third one. I don't one. know if people... I, I, the third I guess I wasn't hearing. Annabelle, but also like... The fifteenth, the ninth in the, in the series, yeah. Yeah. yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing against it. I just, I hadn't heard much right, about yeah. it, so I, I don't know if it was, it was on. Out this week, yeah. yeah, I don't know if it was on people's radar. So twenty million for that, sitting at a total gross of thirty-one million worldwide, uh, made for I don't know because it doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look at uh, yesterday, that yeah. came in at third at seventeen million. Uh, okay, not bad. And it was made for twenty six worldwide. Right now, it's at about twenty four. Cool. I think, and I think this—that's the Beatles draw for sure. Just bringing in that crowd, right? Yeah. Uh, we'll see it. We'll talk about that in a little bit in uh, while we're watching. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the that's box the office. Weekend box office. Let's head over to trailers. We'll start off with the first trailer, and we're going to start off with Carnival Ro- Carnival Row. Okay, so I didn't watch this trailer. I didn't watch this trailer at all. Do you want to watch the plot of first, Anthony? Um, it's about a bunch of... Carnies? Carnies. They're on death row. Not the carnies, <laughs> but the, the actual animals in the carnival. They're all on oh. death row. Okay, and then and, that's it? And, yeah, that's <laughs> it. And they just, you know, it's a documentary, right? And they oh, just tell, okay. tell the life about no, like how they got to death yeah. row. Okay, okay. Being yeah. a carnival animal. Mm-hmm. Damn, okay, that's, right. that's a sad film. Uh, who's well, starring in it? Um, well, it's all, an- so they're animals, right? So they're just uh, yeah. voices. Okay. Voices uh, of the animals. Voices of yeah, the yeah. animals. You got Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. He okay. plays uh, the bird. I believe yeah. ba- Brad Pitt does his uh, Patois Jamaican accent. <laughs> he used in, um, Meet Joe Black. In Meet Joe Black. He's going to be Irie. Yeah. <laughs> you got uh, Timothy Chalamet. Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah, he, he, plays, he doesn't skip out. He plays the... Uh, Giraffe, and I heard yeah. Leo DiCaprio is playing the toucan. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Carnival Row is an Amazon Prime oh, series, very close, starring Orlando Bloom and ah. Cara Delevingne. Oh yes, this oh. one. I did watch the trailer. I did not watch the trailer. And it's a human, I, I it's about a human detective and a fairy rekindle a dangerous affair in Victorian fancy wor- uh, fantasy worlds. The city's uneasy peace collapses when a string of murders reveals an unimaginable monster. I saw this trailer and yeah. I was like, what the hell am I watching? Weird. Yeah. Really weird. And then I stopped watching it. There you go. That's Carnival Row. All right, cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, the second trailer, The Current War. Yes. Yeah. Um, I remember this movie back in 2017 when I watched the first trailer for its premiere at TIFF. Right. Um, I, I thought this movie came out because at that time, I, they were like, 
trying to get distribution. Right. So, um, yeah. And it's a stacked cast, too, in this movie. Great cast. Yeah. And technically, they kind of did get distribution. And they were almost close to coming out. But because of its reception at TIFF, they, they went back, re-edited it, yeah. put some more money into it. Now, I personally loved this trailer because I was really looking forward to this movie because of the cast. You got Michael Shannon. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Nicholas Holt, and Tom Holland. Tom Holland yeah. It's a great, great like that cast alone just yep. gives me the shivers. And it's about the current war. Like when you talk about Nikola Tesla, you talk about Thomas Edison, right? And uh, whoever Michael Shannon's playing. I, it's right. so funny because when that movie came out, and Tom Holland, like they didn't even mention Tom Holland in the movie. No. Yeah. like he wasn't even. Ex- he was. He was only beginning his yeah he was like oh it's you know he would have been considered like a side character at that time like he wouldn't be in the credits now tom holland and and i like the name of it too because it's like it's not what you when you first hear like like something called the current war you don't think of current like electricity exactly right so when i watch this trailer i'm like wow this is so great and nicholas holt looks great as tesla yeah like i love michael shannon like the whole cast looks awesome uh wasn't this one as well harvey weinstein produced I and think I think so. that's why they pulled it out as well, too. I think so. Ooh, yeah, yeah maybe. I, I think they had to then change the distributor's work. Yeah, because I, I think this movie was set to come out like award season of that year, in yeah. 2017. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then with everything, they kind of went back to the drawing board and redid some stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it looks fantastic. It looks. Yeah. It was a really well done trailer as well, Very too. well done. Yeah. It was a very different looking trailer. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited for that. Cool. Uh, we got to see Bond 25 first look. Yeah. Now, in Jamaica. In Jamaica. So watching this, I it's like this the way they they edited this um this first look, it's like a happy set. Everyone's <laughs> like having fun. There's nothing going nothing wrong. wrong. You know, they're in Jamaica, got some like nice, you know, Jamaican music playing. Yeah. Everyone's like having a good time. Have but. you guys ever heard of uh, Omaze? Yeah. Oh, like the like the the charity, the charity where you get to visit. Have the you heard of it, stuff? Anthony? Yes. Yeah. So they're doing one for Bond as well, and yeah. it's like, uh, and it's Daniel Craig just yeah. walking around like, if you want to be on the set, of my movie. Uh, he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard who Daniel Craig is? <laughs> he doesn't sound like that, but in that moment, that's what I wanted. To, that's the voice I wanted to use. <laughs> Uh, but he just goes, and the whole time I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, yeah, everything is so peachy clean. Yeah, yeah. everything. So like, yeah, nothing's wrong. Yeah, no so one's that, getting you know. stabbed or like, <laughs> breaking their ankles. Yeah, or... no one's getting pervert watch in the bathroom. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, this movie. There's can't a there's a pervert watch yeah. in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. My god, that story. <laughs> oh man, yeah, someone like like one of the. I'm not laughing assistants. at that. Just, I'm just laughing at the absurdity. of I know. Like trying to get this movie made. You know, like Daniel Craig said after Spectre that like. He'd he rather was, no. Was, was it after Spectre or I was think, it right before Spectre? I think it was right after Spectre. Okay, it was, around, been, yeah. it was around that time where he's like, he'd rather like cut his wrist with glass, yeah, than like, make this movie. Yeah, and, like, I it's that. only proving. Oh, I think this will yeah. be Daniel Craig's last. Oh, 100%, 100%. oh, it needs to be. He's probably just gonna be like, oh, just, just kill me, just, just kill me. I can't do it. <laughs> and, and I love Bond, and I really, really want to see this. Despite Craig's Bond films, never really. I mean, Casino Royale today is my favorite stuff. Yeah, absolutely love that movie, but like. Even Skyfall, great film. But after that, like you have Quantum Solace and you have Spectre, like yeah, they're they're the lower. Yeah, points, right? just yeah. And when they're bad, they're bad. Yeah, and yeah. Th- and that's the thing, right? When uh, we all saw Spectre together almost four years ago yeah. now, and yeah. it's just like I think we all kind of just left like okay, yeah, that's. It started off great. Yeah, started off great at the. Um, the, he did the Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, de los Muertos. Yeah, yeah. The, at Coco at the beginning of Coco. Um, Papa <laughs> Miguel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm hoping it's good. I mean, the trailer that first look got me excited. Yeah, I still don't think this movie is going to come out in the proper time. It's supposed to come out in April 
Or, you know or what? Me. I wouldn't be surprised if they just say, screw it and push it out and then yeah. just take the it's loss done. or whatever. It's yeah. done. It's just like, oh, it must be exhausting. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Queen and Slim. I'm going to call this trailer of the week. I thought it yeah. was, I like the, 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 the plot. That yeah, was a very the, cool trailer. The really, the, the, just the, the pacing of that trailer, the mm-hmm. look of the trailer, um, the story. Yeah. Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, yeah. Of Get Out. It kind of reminds me of like a Bonnie and Clyde mm-hmm. modern day take to it. What did you guys think of the trailer? Uh, visually, it was very cool. Uh, I don't remember anything else much from it after that, but I, I it looks really cool. And it's supposed to come out in, I think, towards the end of the year? I don't know. Let me look I, it up. I can't remember, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch the trailer. <laughs> I'll be honest. I, I, I didn't watch the trailer, and I was just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, but I like Daniel Kaluuya a lot. Yeah, I, think, I like I think him, he's, too. He's really starting to come He's coming up, his, which yeah, is finally he's, great. He's coming up, yeah. And he's funny, and he's British. November. November, yeah. November 27th. And it's directed by Melania Masoskas. Okay. Very good. Uh, maybe I pronounced, I probably pronounced it wrong, but whatever. What am I going to do? And finally, and finally, here we go. My trailer of the week. Oh, your trailer of the week. No, Charlie's Angels. Okay. Charlie's Angels. I don't want to. I don't want to bash this too much because I'm. I'm not going to bash it. I'm just no. going to call out what call I it saw. Out. Call, call it out. Call it out. It was trash. <laughs> that's not bash. I don't want to bash. That's a, no. Like, I'm sorry. If you're a director and you saw that trailer, you can't say that's a good movie, man. You no. can't say. No, you can't. So, you so can't, here, here's you my. You can't even try to like defend it. Defend it. You can't. I really like Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, as and I, yeah. as a, she's awesome. Yeah. I think she's really funny. She's a great actress. I think she's going to direct a good movie here. I don't, I think Charlie's Angels is going to be okay as a movie, at least. Yeah, like, but uh, this trailer was not good at all. It was I, the, not my, good at all. My argument trailer. is like, why, why are we going back to Charlie's Angels? Like, no yeah. one, I don't know, maybe my parents would remember Charlie's Angels, but why can't we take three female characters? Yeah. And a female director and create an original story yeah. rather than going back to Charlie's Angels, who no one cares about. Yeah, have it inspired by. Charlie's yeah, inspire Angels. it by and have like more of like a, a a serious slash funny tone to it. Yeah, and give it a different name. The moment you give it Charlie's Angels, it's like all There's these things there, are right? coming to me. It's that baggage coming with yeah. it, right? I mean, Charlie's Angels, at least for us, like so. There was a show in the seventies. Yeah. And then there was the movie with Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu and Drew Barrymore. In the early I love 2000s. that. That's another like guilty pleasure yeah, movie. Yeah, classic McG. Classic early two thousands movies, yeah. right? So why like why ride on the coattails of that? Because like you have an interesting cast here, like Naomi Scott, uh, Kristen Stewart, yeah. who's who's a great actress. It's like why are, yeah. why do you feel like you need to? Make a, that franchise. You know what I mean. Just do something original. Look at Kingsman. Look what look what made Kingsman so successful. Yeah, yeah. It's a James Bond and spy ripoff, quote unquote. But like, it's still its own thing. It's not like it is, but it isn't exactly because it's. Yeah. You could say any spy movie is exactly. a James Bond movie, and you know, yeah, flip it's, it. It's, it made it its own thing. So it just it just feels like they're just the trailer was just super messy. It was about almost three minutes long, which is too long for a trailer. Oh yeah, and it just. It just had so much going on. The music was cutting in and out. And I was like, what? Is this trying to like make me watch the movie? Because I don't want to watch this yeah. right now. Yeah. And I love Naomi Scott. I think she was fantastic as Jasmine. So yeah. I'm always here for her. But yeah, trailer did not do good. And I just, I agree. Like, 
you have three female leads here that can do so much. Give them a movie that's original. Give them something that's great, like that doesn't have to ride off of yeah, make the it, original. Let them discover these characters from themselves instead yeah. of having to be filled in and somewhere else. I just yeah. yeah I also just, yeah, thing. Um, Elizabeth Banks' name is all <laughs> over everywhere. this. Everywhere, like, I almost, get it. Like, it's bigger than Charlie's Angels. The yeah, title, yeah, directed by Elizabeth Banks, written by Elizabeth Banks, produced, walked filmed by yeah. Elizabeth Banks, watched by Elizabeth Banks. Like, I'm like, I get it, man. <laughs> Starring like, Elizabeth we Banks, get it, yeah. like. Take it easy, yeah. you know? Yeah, I don't have any hope for this. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. It's okay, man. Even the poster looks... Oh, the, no. they've it's a few it, posters. I don't know. It gives me, like, like, this, like, early 2000... Very much right. so. ...vibe of, like, crappy... Like, I don't know. It's just, like, movies made for, like, 60 million. Yeah. Trying yeah. to, like, get it out there. Yeah, yeah. Trying to, like, get... Hit that niche and get money. And yeah. it's like, are you doing... You, as yourself, as a director, are you right. doing yourself justice by making this come out and, like... It seems like a studio film, really. Yeah. yeah. And like this is her second uh directal uh director Pitch Perfect. Yeah, right? Pitch Perfect Three. Yeah. Um so it's like I, I'm just surprised that she would jump right into a franchise where um like straight up, like, especially for for female directors right now, it sucks that this is the way the system works, that if, if this movie isn't successful, she may not get to direct another movie. Right, and, and and it sucks saying that because that's just the way the studio system works right now it's with with female directors, and that's so wrong. So I'm yeah. hoping that she gets to, after this movie, do something original. Like, again, we're talking like this movie's not going to do well. If it does do well, amazing. But if this movie doesn't do well, I want her to continue directing because she obviously has a knack for it. So when's it out again, do, by the way, sorry? Uh, uh, November. Oh, this year. I think eh? I think it's another November movie. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll honestly we'll probably watch it for and sure. Give our, give our thoughts on for it for sure. Yeah. So let's uh, yeah let's move on to what is coming out this week. Shay's just it's a fing- doing finger guns of it. I just feel like I'm trying to do like a Hannibal Lecter. They're like Ladies. that's like a lot of it coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's like just like he hits the button and, and it's just, just all like, that. Oh. By the way, we haven't said yet what we're saying, what, no, what no, no, sounds no. we're making. Uh, this is for Midsummer, right? <laughs> Midsummer. Uh, so Midsummer. Spider-Man Far From Home. I mean, I'm amped. Yeah, I didn't get invited. So. <laughs> you were in LA, man. You were probably yeah, on set. You were in La La Land. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can come with us still. Come with us, man. Yeah, no. no? Okay. <laughs> it's weird that we're getting a, an, a random Tuesday release for this. So this movie is yeah, supposed to come out. Um, Tuesday, June. Uh, sorry, July fifth or sixth. Yeah, I guess because of July fourth weekend. Yeah, yeah. And so they're they're like, hey, let's get this out sooner, and I'm here for it because that Tuesday it. Cineplex pricing is pretty nice. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah I'm down for it. Yeah, uh, I can't wait. It's I almost mean, like we could have bought more tickets for people who want to come with us, but we yeah, didn't. but we didn't because you know what? They probably didn't want to watch. Yeah, I looked through the whole chat, and you guys didn't mention <laughs> it once. So. Yeah. Did you restore your phone? Maybe that's why. Yeah, re- yeah no. no? <laughs> we, it's it's three hours behind in LA, so that's why you didn't see it. That's why, dude. That's why the message hasn't sent to you. It's okay, man. I get it. And then we got uh, Midsommar by Mids- Ari Aster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to watch this film. The director of Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm yeah, very yeah. interested in this film. I, like, as time has gone by, a year ago I watched Hereditary. I can't stop thinking about that film. It really just hit me and like I really like it. I think yeah. the more I think about it. I it's really like the like new generation of horror. Yeah, I was going to say because like a lot of what I've read from a lot of people, they're saying that Hereditary was marketed like it was a horror movie. Yeah, but it really wasn't. It wasn't. It, no, wasn't it was a psychological that. thriller, and I think that's what Midsummer. I Midsummer's going to be. Isn't a psychological thriller coming kind of horrorish? Like it has a horror element to it. You um, know, like 
Yeah, I mean, like, what can. do you define as it horror? Can. Do you find like jumps? Like, I'm glad the movie doesn't have any jump scares. Yeah. And I hate jump scares because there's just three. They're just I, I cheap. Just feel they're cheap. cheap. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're cheap. Uh, this is this movie just looks deeply unsettling, and from what people have been saying about yeah. it, it's saying is that this movie is just going to just ruin your traumatize day. you. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, mm. if that's what you like going to the movies for. Oh, I awesome. don't. I don't. But, but it's cool when you have yeah. those moments where it's yeah. like, some, something just looking, totally unnerves I'm, you, right? I'm looking forward to something completely different, something right. I haven't yeah. seen before. So. Which is and awesome. That's exactly yeah. what Hereditary did. It made me go... It just it just gave that's me all different. these feelings, and yeah. I was like, holy, like, I walked out of this film feeling something. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't get to do that much from the right. theaters nowadays. So that's, that's very great. cool. That's very cool. Yeah, I'll probably go see this. Cool. Um, yeah. What, what are we watching? Uh, what did you watch, Anthony? So I watched Toy Story 4. Nice. What'd you think? What did you think? I loved it, man. So good, right? It's such a, it's one of those, it's, again, it's a unique film that, you know, I, even after the third one, you, I kind of had worried about this movie coming out. You know, like, usually the fourth movie of a series is always like the downhill. Shrek or even forever after, right? Right. But Pixar did an amazing job. I would say this is probably the most cinematic yeah. looking Easily, yeah. Toy Story. Yeah. We said that too. The scenes, like they have a lot of memorable scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way they frame up the subjects and it's so just many so good. Shots in it. And the beginning sequence were that rain sequence. Oh, man, it looks like real rain. Yeah. Photorealistic. Um the I don't think this is I don't there. think this is the end of Toy Story. Um I think it's the end of Toy Story for the next maybe ten years. Yeah. But I think there will be more. For sure. Um, I, I think it's possible. Just just my take. I just think like if they can continue these types of stories, they can make stories forever and ever. Like You don't have to end Toy Story. No, you don't. You don't. There's hundreds of different toys out there that you can make movies on. And this story was so original. Yeah. And it was so good. It was just... And it, it had like stuff for the kids. And it had stuff for the adults where i don't even think kids would understand like what it meant for certain yeah these certain scenes but i think that's um, going back to the toy story one and two as well like as adults you watch that i'm like oh wow i didn't there's a lot of humor there that you don't pick yeah. up as yeah. as a kid right yeah. that you're seeing it as an adult it's cool to see that but i'm yeah. so glad so glad you love them man it was such yeah it was um, um we watched yesterday uh the yeah. danny boyle film yeah yeah um good feel good movie uh, I wish my my biggest gripe with it, and we have a review out on YouTube as well. Uh, this movie is set and up Instagram and Instagram TV as well too. Yeah, so you can watch it there and support us there as well. Oh yeah, your guys are back on Instagram TV. Yeah, I mean it's a shared account with all of us, so we're all there. Yeah, yeah. well I'm not there. Am I? You don't like <laughs> you're to mentioned, be though. You're yeah. mentioned. Yeah, I am mentioned um, as a villain. As the <laughs> <laughs> lovable villain though. Yeah, like the villain that we all want. Uh, like Abby Gabby, you know, in yeah. uh, Toy Story Four. Oh, she was cute. Yeah, <laughs> Gabby Gabby. Um. I think my biggest thing with, with that movie was that when, when you're looking at the character of, I guess, the main character is Jack. He's the only one who remembers the Beatles. Um, you don't, there's not really, the more I thought of this, and I saw this a second time with my dad this week, um, he doesn't really change as a character from the beginning of the movie to the end. Mm-hmm. Like, he's pretty much the same guy, and I, and I wish we saw him when he woke up that after his accident. I wish we saw him when he was the only one who remembered the Beatles songs. I wish we saw him become almost like a pop star in a sense where like, yeah, he was getting a lot of fame, but you never really saw it change his character too much. He was always just very, this unsure of himself, like from beginning to end. Yeah. Also there it's introduced in the movie as well too, that there are other things in the world that he's the only one who remembers what they are, which this like for me, because the movie's marketed as like, Hey, this you're going to wake up one day and he's the only one who remembers the Beatles. I wish it stuck to that. So when it started to bleed into other, like, Oh, this band's not here or, 
there's no Coca-Cola in this world. There's no cigarettes in this world. It's called Thursday Night Live instead of Saturday Night Live. It's like my dad kept leaning over to me. He's like, oh, but how come How come there's no cigarettes in that world? Like, how come there's no Coke in that world? Which, like, they worked as jokes in the movie, but when you kind of think about it, it's like there's no, like, there's no setup for it. You don't even really see Jack as, like, a Beatles fan yeah. in the movie. So, like, that that's what almost took that was my That was my biggest problem because yeah. when the film starts, it starts quick, by the way. Like, yeah. it, it goes right in this accident. But... You see him as this as this musician struggling down musician, his luck, yeah. right? But at no point until he starts playing yesterday, yeah. or I guess they kind of nod at it a little bit. But that nod that they do before he starts saying yesterday and before the accident is so tiny that maybe only like real Beatles fans would be like, yeah. "Oh yeah, okay, cool." But like, yeah, he's not like if I was making this movie in the beginning of the film. He would be nonstop listening to Beatles music yeah, on his like headphones. Yeah, like Beatles fan in his one. room. Yeah. There'd be Beatles memorabilia he'd be everywhere. The songs yeah. that we see him perform would be Beatles songs. Yeah, and right? then when he comes into his room, he sees all that stuff is gone. Like there's a scene where he's going through his records and all the Beatles records are gone, but you never really knew that he had them. Obviously, you know you had them, but like it doesn't show it. There's no there's no setup for it. So no. the fact that it's the Beatles that are gone, it's like it just feels like it's like a random decision. Like, yeah, yeah it like just, it's a yeah. great premise as a movie. I just wish that they did more with it. Um, there's a scene in the movie where like um, uh, Kate McKinnon's character, who's like uh, his agent or manager, is like, "Do you want to drink from this chalice of success?" And he's like, "I do," but you don't really see it change him at all, right? right. And I wish I wish he kind of went on that journey with him of him like realizing the mistakes that he's made. So there's no really arc for him; it's just kind of like straight throughout. Still, it's still great to see a unique premise at the movie theaters, especially after watching a bunch of franchises. But I just feel like there could have been a lot more done with it. Mm. Yeah. Great performances though in the movie. Cool. Um, what else? What else did you watch? Daniel? Uh, this week uh, I've been watching AP Bio, which is great. Shay, uh, we've been like wanting to watch for a long time. Shay made me make the plunge and start watching it. Uh, also watch Across the Universe because I just wanted another Beatles movie as well. I watch Endgame again, and I've been watching a lot of Smallville. Fan Expo Toronto, if you're listening, and if you need somebody to moderate your Smallville panel, let me know. I'd love to do it. And that's my plug for now. Shay, how about you? What have you been watching? Um, Yeah, I watched it yesterday. I finished AP Bio last night, so I'm all caught up on season one. So I got to go season two now. Um, I watched Where the Millers. Kind of random. Have you seen it before? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it before. I have it on Blu-ray, and I just put it on again and watched it. And um, it, uh, it didn't age well for me. Like, I, I really liked it a lot oh, yeah, when yeah. it first it, came out. Was it 2014 it came out? 2013? Probably something yeah, like that. Then. And I watched it again now, and I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, like, some of these jokes weren't that funny to me anymore. Right. Um, but, um, like, I still had a good time watching it, and it, watching Jennifer Aniston kind of made me want to watch Friends. So I put on some episodes of Friends. Yep. Um, I watched Harold and Kumar again, because I just Great loved film, yeah. that film. Yeah. And uh, I watched Booksmart. Cool. Did you finish it? Yeah. What'd yeah. you think? Did you like it? Yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good. Um, uh, you can definitely see there's inspiration. Like, the movie um, has moments in it that I guess I don't expect to, or like where I think it's going to go, it doesn't go there, which is nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I wasn't like head over heels for it, but I really still enjoyed it, and I recommend cool. people to go watch it. I don't okay. think it's like you got to rush out to go right. see it, but it's yeah, you can wait till it comes out on Netflix. I watch. I also watched half of Murder Mystery. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was. Uh... So you still don't know how it ends. So you no, know the but I, I th- I'm not really compelled to go back either. So, no. yeah, and then was... this we have this week is Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah, comes out on Thursday. Stranger Things, I believe it's Stranger called. Things. I can't wait. Six, yeah. We're gonna all watch it. Yeah, we'll watch it. And yeah. by, uh, do you think we'll all have it done by Sunday? I think so. You, you think guys, so? Uh, you can try it. Yeah, I mean, Daniel probably, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, 
I'm off. So oh. for a good chunk of time. There you nice. go. Forever. So I'll try. Oh. <laughs> so I'll try that. Yeah. At least at least maybe we'll for those watching so we don't get into spoilers of it, maybe we'll just discuss like the first episode. Episode or two. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Sounds good. Let's move on to the topic of the show. The topic of the show. Yeah. Spider Man. <laughs> Stop these sounds, man. So a couple of... <laughs> that was a good sound. Yeah, that's... It's kind of slurpy. Yeah, it's a little that, slurpy. That it's like slurpy. a sloppy I'm so sorry web. for those listening with the like watery web. ASMR yeah. videos right God. now. Um, but a couple of episodes back, we did a, a Batman, what we would like to see... Um, Storyline, yeah, um, in the movies. That was our first, like, it's like episode. a first, yeah, it's yeah. our first, <laughs> episode. first episode. Yeah. Then we did Future of the X Men as well yeah. too. So today we're gonna be talking about Spider Man. Yeah. So what do you guys? What do you? What would you like to see when it comes to Spider Man and movies? Like st- movies, stories, storylines, villains, we villains that you would like to see. Um, even you know actors who would play the villain because. We're we're all comfortable with saying that Tom Holland is a great Spider Man. Yeah, we don't sure. want him replaced. No, 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 no. no we're but, in yeah. our established MCU. Who do we want? Yeah. What do we want? Yeah, I How think um, I think if I if I, I can go first and please, um, what I really like what the MCU has is they have their films just they're running great. Obviously, they're doing great. Um, and I feel like Thor Ragnarok was one of that that first one to kind of break the mold. Even maybe you can say Guardians as well, where they started coming out with genre within superhero films so they had comedies now really and Thor Ragnarok did a great job of like making it strictly a comedy film I'd love for them not to venture and, and I think if you look at action thrillers you have Witcher Soldier for example yeah. Like so now thriller, yeah. yeah so now when we go back to other genres I'd love to see a horror based yeah. Spider-Man film because Spider-Man has some great villains that can yeah that. definitely Venom Carnage and Morbius yep these three villains are dreadful. And if you... I don't think they have to make it rated R, but you can make a scary film. You can make a really scary PG-13 movie. 100%. And I know they're already making a Morbius film with Jared Leto on Sony's end, right. which I have no idea how that's going to go. Right. I mean, we already saw how Venom went. Yeah. And I really hope that uh, uh, Jared Leto doesn't do his best Rain Man impression oh, for God. Morbius. Morbius. But I- I'd love to see something like that because Venom is one of my favorite villains. My favorite villain on top of all Spider-Man is... Mysterio, which yeah, we're getting, which finally. we're finally getting. So let's see how that goes. But I'd love to see Carnage, and I'd love to see Morbius and Venom all just kind of interacting in this one storyline, um, like the nightmares of Spider-Man or something. I think that'd be so cool because, like, just like what you're saying, like if they make almost not that it's a standalone movie, but if you make it where it's just like a self-contained story like mm-hmm. that, you bring Doctor Strange in it and like the nightmare villain as well too. Yeah. Like you can make some really scary stuff with some amazing visuals. And I would love to see them take that route. Like what you're saying and almost have like these team ups yeah. with that, right? Where if something happens to Spider-Man and like Doctor Strange has to help him navigate his conscious, his conscious mind, and yeah. something like that. So you could have a really trippy movie that takes place inside the mind of Spider-Man. That'd be yeah. so cool. And I think, I think the MCU's at a at a stage now that they've they had their these. they can make that. They've had their storyline created. They've had that that base of three phases. Now they could get really weird with something. They can stuff. get wacky. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um do you guys think we'll ever see Uncle Ben? Like a character like a person playing him? Uh, like for five minutes and then he dies? Yeah. Or not maybe no, for five just, minutes just like or like as a, as a flashback who he is. Yeah. I don't maybe. know why. I always see Tom Hanks as Uncle Ben in my head. I don't know why. Like there's just something about Tom Hanks's voice that's very like he's got the voice he has a voice of like he seems too tall in my opinion I don't know why. <laughs> Tom I don't Hanks know. is too tall to play I don't Uncle know. Ben like, I don't see him as Uncle Ben no? I don't see no. like, I, I hear his voice like, I, could, I, could, I could hear him like almost like soothing pe- 
Peter. Like, you are not a toy. You are Spider-Man. There's <laughs> no crying in I was, superheroes. I was watching a story. Uh, not watching. I was watching an interview with Tom Hanks. Yeah. And he he went to Disney World with his um, kids. Yeah. They're all grown up now. Yeah. But he saw Woody in one of the parades. And he said, you know, like, it kind of, like, put my life into perspective that... I will always have like some sort of connection to I will be yeah, Woody I saw and that, I will live on within Disney World as this character that everyone will know and it kind of kind of it's pretty amazing right put his like his legacy in perspective yeah, yeah. In, a, in a bit because he will always be considered Woody Yeah uh but no he won't be Uncle Ben no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah no. um yeah I I feel like at this point if we haven't seen Uncle Ben yet like it there's no really point in seeing it. But Maybe like a voiceover. A voiceover, if yeah. anything. But at the same time, I don't think they need it. Um, do you have any, uh, like, other than, like, Venom, Carnage, and um, who was the other one you said, sorry? Morbius. Morbius. Is there any other classic Spider-Man villain that you would, you want to, you guys want to see adapted on screen? Craven. Uh, oh, yeah. Craven. Yeah? So, Craven. Anyway, I'll, I'll let you take away. Yeah, I would your, love uh, to see Craven as a, as a um, character in... A villain for Spider-Man. Right. He's such a unique villain because he is a hunter. Right. And he's hunting Spider-Man. He's just, And he's actually, he loves hunting Spider-Men. So right. all forms of spiders. <laughs> you know, and it all leads back to Madam Web and yeah. capturing all these spiders. Do you want him to have his, like, Oh, yeah. Vest the vest. The, 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 the lion vest. Yeah. He needs, I think, is Craven like, Romanian? I think he's, like, yeah. he's like He's definitely like, Eastern European. Yeah. Who do, sure. you, who do you, do you have a, a, a an idea of who you want to see mm. play him? We and need, Madam Web. An Eastern European. You know, I almost see. I could see Jeffrey Dean Morgan playing him. I can almost see yeah. uh, Stellan yeah. Skarsgård. Uh, oh yeah, for sure too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's actually like a good the Tarzan one. one. Yeah, Tarzan yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's tall. He's he like, was almost Thor as well too. Yeah, crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, so I could. Yeah, I could see. Like, I just want him to be like an intimidating look. And Helen Mirren is going to play Madame Web. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I would like to see. That'd, um, that'd be really cool. I also would like to see a multiverse Spider-Man story. I, was, I mean, let's see what happens. Yeah, let's. You never know. This could be. This could be the one. Do you guys? Do you guys? Because like Mysterio was saying that there is a multiverse out there. Yeah, that's. What, when, what, what would your guys' reaction be? Uh-huh. I like at the end of the credits or at uh-huh. the end of the movie. Uh huh. A portal opens up. Okay. And it's Tobey Maguire. Oh, okay. And then he's just like, "Hey, kid, it's pizza time." Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, what? No pizza time, Spider Man Two. Oh, no, yeah. No, I just, want him to do be. You guys, do you guys see them ever bringing back these old Spider characters and in some way at all in the multiverse? I would love to see that. That'd be really like, cool. This is something as a fan I would love to see. Yeah. You know, if you're gonna bring back Charlie's Angels <laughs> and all these other stupid things, this is something that I think a lot of people would be like really excited about. The people would lose if, their minds. Yes, yeah. if they can get like some sort of multiverse Spider, like into the Spider Verse, where yeah. you introduce Toby back and you introduce you know garfield cool man and then you bring in miles morales yeah and you bring in um gwen stacy yeah. spider and look what went into the spider verse in yeah. one movie with no setup or anything you got the idea of it instantly instantly yes the visual style helped with that but i think you could do that in a lot of action for sure i asked i posed this question on my instagram um who's your favorite spider-man and i put toby garfield and holland, and holland up there and I would say resoundingly, everyone pretty much said two. I got a couple of, uh, oh sorry, a lot of a lot of Toms. I yeah. got a couple of Andrew Garfields out there, yeah. which kind of surprised me because he didn't. I didn't. I, I mean, to me, he didn't do it. I think. I think. Yeah, go on. Sorry, he also only had two films really yeah. to to prove himself, and they weren't great films. Yeah. 
And uh, I got a couple of Tobey Maguire's. I mean, I love Tobey Maguire. I mean, we grew up on him. And I keep right. thinking back to, to Spider-Man 1 which, and Spider-Man 2, which are fantastic films. Iconic movies, yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, Garfield, no. Tom Holland, he's doing such justice to the character right now that it's hard for someone else. It's to crazy that Tom Holland's done five Spider-Man movies already, pretty much. He's been Spider-Man guess, five yeah. times. Yeah, if you think about it, when yeah. He's reprised that role. That's that's insane. Nuts, right? Um, yeah, I think uh, when, you, when you look at the different Spider-Man throughout history... I think Toby was a great Peter, uh, but like his Spider-Man, like he wasn't as snarky. Enough. It wasn't as snarky. He didn't have like his jokes didn't really land. No, uh, you have Andrew Garfield, who are I think he had some cool elements of Peter. They try to make him, a, I think, a little bit too hipstery. Way 2012, too. Two thousand twelve, Peter. Yeah. Um, but his his Spider-Man had some cool moments in it, but it wasn't anything too special, especially or Amazing Spider-Man special. Two or special. Yeah. Um, and then I think you have Tom Holland, who I just think from the get-go just embodied both sides of that character. So mm-hmm. I, I think going forward, I'd love to see Dr. Octopus. Like, he's a classic Spider-Man villain that I love, and I hope they go the route of him being, like, a mentor to Peter so that P- when Peter finds out that he is Dr. Octopus, there is that sense of betrayal there. Um, Isn't that Spider-Man too? Yeah, but, like, he wasn't really a mentor to Peter in that movie. He like Not he, as much, He yeah. knew who Dr. Octop- uh, Octopus was. I was keep wanting to say Octavius. Yeah, Dr. Octavius uh, Puss. Uh, <laughs> 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 I keep wanting to say that, but, uh, like, in the Spider-Man PS4 game, like, Peter actually works for Octavius. He's, like, a, a lab technician in his lab, and they're working together on stuff. So when, yeah. when you find out that that turn is happening, that's, like, a deep betrayal for Peter, And that's, right? also, that's also a great uh, incarnation of Spider-Man as well. Oh, fantastic It also plays on the storyline of... Um... The one where he's the crocodile. Uh, oh, uh, lizard. Yeah, lizard. Lizard. Yeah. Because they they were he was a mentor to exactly. Yeah. Why am I blanking on his name? Doctor Jennings. Uh, Kurt Connors. Kurt Connors. Kurt Connors. Yeah. Jennings. Where am I getting these names? <laughs> these names? Uh, Kurt Connors. Yeah. yeah. So he. Yeah. That that could. I think actually really that's cool. another character. Well, they kind of had that in Amazing Spider-Man too, but it just was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, one. Sorry. And and one it was Kurt Connors, but again it was just like he randomly. Met him. Played by Rice Evans. Yeah, yeah it was Evans. like a random, just like, oh, I'm just going to randomly start working with you on stuff. There's no yeah. really set up whereas for in, Whereas in the Raimi films, they were really setting it up. and I They think were really that, setting up Kurt Connors. Yeah, every think, movie. Exactly. And I think part four would have been the one for if sure. they ever did it. But... And part four was supposed to have Mysterio in it as well, yeah. too. Played by um, Bruce Campbell. Really? Yeah. Really? Because well, he had a cameo in each one, right? Yeah. 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 So he was going to, like, the beginning of Spider-Man 4 was going to be like, this montage of I thought it was supposed to be Peter of saving everyone, yes. But the beginning of it is him like taking this overweight Mysterio, like uh, bringing him to jail, and Vulture would be the main villain. With, oh yeah, who right. was going to be played by um, uh, Michael Keaton, right? No, no, no. no, uh, no, uh, no, no. Michael he Keaton played him in Homecoming. Yeah, uh, what's his name um, from? Um, yes, a uh, uh, little bit sunshine. Yeah, Andy. I don't know. I'm blanking on his name uh, right he now. Won the, he won the Oscar, right? Yeah, he was in Con Air. He's a bunch of stuff. Oh, you're talking about uh, John Malkovich? John Malkovich, yeah. John Malkovich. Yeah, John Malkovich. Yeah. Malkovich I was going to say Nicolas Cage. Like, yeah. Could you imagine Nicolas Cage? I thought Yeah. Um, uh, I, I could... Uh, I could... I don't know who I would see playing Dr. Octopus, though. Hmm. Do you guys have a Do you guys have a, a preference? I could honestly see, like... Like... Yeah? Steve Carell? Like in a serious really? role, I don't know. Really, Steve Carell? No, nothing against. I just yeah. like, wow. Yeah. I just I feel because the way Steve Carell is now, like the way because he's all like foxcatcher, he's foxcatcher fox <laughs> and grizzled now with the beard and stuff. I could see him with the goggles and like doing his thing, playing a villain. Yeah, that way. I mean, and he can be like quippy as well. Yeah, and I also think that like he could, he has that 
ability charm in him, like in that charm to be like, yeah, like you you like this character, right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know who I'd cast, but who would you like? I mean, uh, if spoiler for anyone who saw Venom, um, at the end of Venom, uh, it's revealed that uh, <laughs> Woody Harrelson is yeah. playing Carnage. Yeah. What? When I get out of here, Eddie, there's gonna be Carnage. Who would you want to play Carnage instead? Or even better question. Would you want to play Venom? Because I don't think Tom Hardy's really hitting it for most people. Yeah, he's too small. He's too short. Too short. So who do you want then? Who would you like to play Venom? And Army Ham- Army Hammer. As who? Yeah. Venom. Okay. But is it going to be Eddie Brock? Like it's going to be Eddie? yeah, yeah. It's going to be Eddie Brock because he could like put on the weight. Yeah, he can put the weight on. Yeah. He can put the weight on. He look he, because he looks like an athlete, right? Yeah, like a jock. Eddie Brock is an athlete. Yeah. yeah. But do you, do you see do you see Eddie Brock being like the same age as Peter though? Like, is this something where he's going to oh. be much older? Is this going to be somebody that Peter meets in high school? If we're following that storyline of, like, yeah, they're high school, bully, whatever, then technically, yeah, you can't go down there. Because right. the, the person they have playing um, his high school bully in, in the Spider-Man films right now is that kid from... Uh, from Grand Budapest. Grand, Grand Budapest. Yeah, but his name is... Uh, what's his name in it? Flash. Flash. Yeah, it's Flash Thompson. Yeah, Flash yeah. Thompson. Yeah. So now he's, he's his bully right, right now, right? Is this MJ... Original MJ or not MJ? Like it's so just, she, she's MJ. She's like... She, Zendaya M- is MJ. Or Zen- Zendaya is Zend- MJ. Yeah. Well, Zendaya, you, eh? What did you call her? Zendania. <laughs> I, call, I called her <laughs> Zendaya. Yeah. Z- she's Zendaya. Zendaya, I think, okay. Zendaya, I think Zendaya, Zendaya, Zendaya. Zendaya, I think... I mean, I when I meet her, I'll ask. Yeah. Uh, Zendaya. It's Zendaya. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually Zendania. Zendania uh, is right. Yeah, so she's She plays MJ. She's MJ. Maybe he shows up. In this, in this, maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe. At the red carpet premiere of Spider-Man: Far From Home, J.K. Simmons was there. Who do you guys want to see play James Jonah Jameson? Ooh, now? Yes. Other, because J.K. Simmons is the quintessential J.J. Right? Tom Hanks. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna uh... bring me pictures of Spider-Man. Mm. I'm gonna just pick out of a out of a hat. Out of a hat. Me, <laughs> me. Yeah. Um, older actor who's there was that rumor too that it was going to be uh, Ice Cube. Do you remember that? Oh God. Yeah, I think Boss Logic did like a how about a mock how about Jason Bateman? Jason no, Bateman. I hate so like a, I hate his face. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm Jason. Punch Bateman. his face every time I see it. He's he not, has a punchable face. He has a punchable face. He's a very right? punchable face. But I like him though. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. No. Oh my God. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or Tom Cruise. Right, 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 but, right, but he's right. gonna be like Peter. I'm gonna need you to bring the the Cadillac these and the Lincoln to me. <laughs> I'm gonna go run. All right. And then I'm gonna get in my Cadillac. <laughs> and uh, Idris Elba. Okay. Yeah. But he's already. Uh, <laughs> no, he could play. Um, he could play the. You know, like uh, James, like Jameson's psych, like his partner or oh, yeah. his like not his assistant, but his ed- editor assistant. Yeah, we'll yeah. say is what's his name? I forget, but he's black like, dude. I told you he's not a menace. That's mm-hmm. how he always sounds in the Perry movie. Perry White. Perry, Perry White is <laughs> from DC. <laughs> no, what's he's his the name? Of Daily Planet. Man. I know, but uh, who cares? Yeah. Aaron uh, Eckhart. Bob. Oh, Aaron Eckhart, man, what's he been doing? Nothing. I think I saw he's in the oh, movie uh, Midway trailer. We put forgot to put the trailer Midway, oh, yeah, Midway yeah. which actually looked good. Yeah, the role in Ember. You can't really, yeah, you can't really go wrong with like flying movies, but um, yeah, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is uh, JJJ. JJ. JJJ. JJJ. J Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Triple J is the column around here. Uh, do you guys? I guess 
So we've had the Vulture as our big villain so far. Mm-hmm. Arguably the biggest Spider-Man villain that we haven't spoken about yet, Green Goblin. Goblin. You can't. Oh, you, you can't. Do you guys see Norman Osbornium? No, Osborn. Oscorp. I feel like Oscorp is the next big thing that has to be in play now, right? Like they have Oscorp is like the biggest organization outside of like like Stark Industries and um, Doctor Wayne Doom, Industries and, Doctor Doom and uh, like all of that, right? So like. Green Goblin is like a huge character. I don't think they'll introduce him in this. Uh, I think they'll this. be like, we'll finally start to hear like whispers of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I He's... want Green Goblin. I want Hobgoblin. Yeah. I want these bastards. Do you want? Uh, do you want him to be like Power Ranger suit, like he was with Willem Dafoe, or do you want him to be like the go- uh, like injection, the Goblin? Like, the goon? I am a Goblin. Like. <laughs> I don't want him to be like. <laughs> but he wears a mask. Yeah, it's... but like, but he, yeah, but it's like. Very form fitting. Yeah. So, like, do you want him to look more like in a suit, or do you want it to be like a goblin? I don't know. I don't get paid enough to get these <laughs> Wait, things. You're out. getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get sponsors. <laughs> and today's sponsor is uh, Hubble Goblin uh, Oscorp Industries. Um, I don't think they'll introduce him because it's Ever. such. A, it's such. No, not in this because there's only three movies, yeah. right? I'm I'm guessing there's three movies and then. We'll see what happens after that. Yeah, I'm sure that he's going to stick around. Tom Holland says he wants to play Spider-Man until he can't walk anymore, oh, which is wow. a weird way to phrase it. But. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow you hear the news, he got hit by a bus or something? Like, so oh, you're no, not playing I'm Spider-Man anymore. As well. um, yeah, it's uh, just I feel like it's too late to set up that because he's such a big character. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if, like, let's say Peter... Peter's have, in high like, school right now, right? This is the longest we've had Peter in high school. Yeah, but Harry's not even movies, in right? it. He's not even a friend of Peter. Right. I, and I hope they don't retcon it like they do in Amazing Spider-Man, where it's like, yeah, you don't, you guys didn't know that Harry was my best friend this whole time, and he just wasn't here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe they'll bring um, what's his name back. Oh God, uh, James Franco. Franco? James Franco. <laughs> I want him to play. Make it Dave Franco plays Sarah. Yeah, I love Dave Franco to play because I love Dave Franco. Yeah, so I funny. also would like to see a story where they partner, like Spider-Man partners up with. Other X Men, yeah, like Wolverine or movies, you know, or um, you were saying earlier, like Spider Man, Wolverine, uh, Spider Man, Wolverine, Spider Man, Punisher, yeah, Spider Man, Hulk, so cool. These are because Spider Man actually has great chemistry chemistry with other superheroes Uh because because he's a comic relief. Yeah, so like you could pair him with something like Wolverine, and it'll be a fantastic movie because like he'll be bringing the quips, and like Wolverine will just be like, "I'm angry, let me stab you." Angry. Is it Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Wolverine, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm Canadian. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> I was born in the mountains of Wisconsin. <laughs> it's not Canada, though. Yeah, we um, shall see. We're two days out from Spider-Man: Far From Home, so I feel like once we've seen it, we'll have a better idea of where we'll the future is going to go. Then, yeah, yeah, man. We'll have seen it, uh, I'll go watch say. it by myself that day. Wow. Well, you know, you're watching with somebody else. Yeah. Don't lie to us. Don't lie to the viewers. Uh, I don't no. think I am. I think I might watch it by myself. Okay. Oh, okay. bye. If anyone wants to join me, um, uh, buy here's tickets. Here's my home address. <laughs> to Anthony fan number sixty nine actually will join you. Oh, but no, that person I cannot Erica watch it with me. <laughs> I don't think Erica will though. No. No, Erica. Erica says you're not invited. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, we made it to the end of another episode. Another episode. This is episode eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, we're slowly, legal age. We're slowly creeping up there. Yeah, yeah. If you want to be part of the show, please write into thisTimeWith.com/talk. And episodes are also available on YouTube. Yes. You can see our beautiful faces on there as well. Definitely. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm excited. I'm glad all three of us are finally back. It's back. Back. It's real, it, we're like it's better than right. ever. Feels right. Yeah. Feels right. 
It feels right. Cool. And that's that has been this time with the, the movie, movie podcast. I did it. You did it. I did it. You did it. And we'll see you next. Hey. Thank <laughs> you.